When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Bart and Han. Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776, the number. Bart Scott at the Jets facility as he is each Wednesday. Is this the last one, though, Bart? Is it kind of like... You know, kind of a sad day. Is this the last one of the season? Do you go back next week for like a wrap up? Like, what what's the story here? Yeah, definitely always come back for the wrap up show. You know how these you know programs go. You know, I'm watching the guys warm up in the indoor facility. Uh, looking at Garrett catching balls in the end zone. Um, you know, guys are you know last games are always weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think the NFL has done a good job in being able to at least make it competitive. You know, some of these last games of the season can look like bowl season, right? Because <laughs> clearly you have some guys that are giving up. You got some guys like, you know, Roger Saffold, they cut from the practice squad. So he got picked up, of course, by a uh, playoff contender. I think he got picked up by Dallas or somebody. Not, maybe not Dallas. I forgot, but he got picked up by a team. We know that. Yeah, the Rams, right? So, you, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was out there before. You also look up and look at what happened with um, Dalvin Cook. So, like, you know, it's, it's kind of disconjointed, right? You, you got people like Russell Wilson or people contractually in these same type of situations as Russell Wilson that when you look at what's happening, um, they don't want them to get injured so that they can let them go next year. So, like, it's always a mixed bag. But, you know, the Jets have something to play for and the – Patriots have something to play for, and it's the pure hatred of each other. Right. Um, the fact that, you know, it's hard to lay down when you don't want to give that fan base or that coaching staff or that roster um, the joy of finishing strong at your behalf. So, you know, you talk about what they have to fight for. They can fight. They're, they look seeming to be fighting for the fact that they don't want uh, the other team. They want the streak to continue, and the other team wants the streak to end. Um, so that they, when they go into the next season, they don't have to talk about that or depend on that, you know. So you know, it's, it's an interesting vibe over here. I wonder what the vibe is on other teams. You know, the same thing can be true for the for the Giants as well, right? You know, they want to play spoiler. They don't. They, if I can't have nice things, you can't either, mm-hmm. right? And you talk about a reeling Philadelphia team that just showed that they can get beat, and who knows how what type of effort they put up. When you consider the fact that it seems like their fate is sealed, unless we're um, believing that Dallas is going to lose to Washington, if we don't think that Dallas is going to lose to Washington, who nobody you know, thinks it's, that it's crazy, right? Because this yeah. is this is how how things change so dramatically. If Washington, uh, well, not even Washington, if if Washington loses, right, which we all expect them to do, mm-hmm. and New England wins. One team is going to have an opportunity to get Drake May, <laughs> and the other one is not. And is beating Philadelphia worth losing Drake May potentially? Or is beating the Jets worth resetting and maybe getting it right at quarterback after you prove that you couldn't get it right four years ago? So that's, that's the dilemma that these teams find themselves in. Is your pure hatred for the teams that you're going against worth potentially being able to beat that team consecutively another 15 times and starting a new streak if you get get it right at quarterback? This is the worst place to be, isn't it? Now, again, I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again, and I challenge any Jet fan to to to, to disagree with me. You can look right now at the draft standings for the Jets, and they could potentially fall to 10 with a win, right? They can't really climb too much higher. What is it, sixth, I think, is the best they could do, or seventh? Yeah, I mean, the bottom I, line the, is, the, this the is Jets, a game yeah. that you – I can't worry about 
draft is, position yeah. when when you've got this hanging over you, like you said, 16 in a row if you lose this game to the Patriots and to Bill Belichick and going into the offseason. Like, I can't. I can't worry about draft position. I'm focused on winning this freaking game. Giants, different story. Different story. Like, last week worked out perfect. You competed and you lost. Right? Like that, that missed field goal was exactly what you wanted because you want a top five pick. But I have a different feeling about the Jets on this. Am I wrong? <sighs> yeah, you see, you, you don't know, do you? Well, well, that's because we believe no matter what, it's going to be a tackle or offensive lineman there that they want and that yeah. they need. Right. right. We, we we talk about, you know, the I forget the the outstanding lineman award, but it went to the Washington team that's in the national championship. So we're going to get a closer look at what those linemen look like because they, they are the best linemen in the in the game. Right. So when you when you look at that, you believe that no matter what, win or lose, what you need and what you're looking for is there. The Giants is a different story because if you believe that potentially that Arizona is going to take Marvin Harris Jr. and you're sitting at four, and you just saw what Penix has done, and I just got a I just got an alert mm-hmm. about Penix stock soaring, right? I just I just got that right. All it's right. soaring, right. and it's going to soar even more. And Daniel's stock is is soaring, right? So you're going to, we're going to be in a world where potentially when the process is over, it's going to be maybe three. Definitely four guys that we consider elite or uh, franchise changing. And the Giants have a real question to ask themselves. And, you know, when you look at what Tyrod Taylor has done and the numbers that he's put up with, you know, seemingly the same roster, I know Saquon wasn't there for a lot of it. But, you know, routinely Tyrod's putting up 300 yards. So are you saying that you know for a fact that Daniel Jones is the answer? Or was it a result of perfect timing with the fact that when you look at, you know, everything lined up, you know, the stars aligned. He came in, he played better. Now you don't look at the stats, right? You look at the results, right? Because the stats, 15 touchdown pass, that's nothing. But he went on the road and won a playoff game in, in year one in the coach one coach of the year. Yeah. So they had to reward him. They had no choice. Every Giants fan in America was making sure and putting pressure on the organization to reward Daniel Jones for what he did. Right. Now you look at now, maybe you step back and emotionally you can you can assess. Well, we got a chance to because we were bad, and the last time we were really, really bad, we passed on Saquon Barkley. We we, we took Saquon Barkley and passed on, you know, great quarterbacks. Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Right. right. Those were the names that were the, the, the best players taken after. And obviously Sam was taken right after by the Jets. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, so, so now we see ourselves, we find ourselves here again. Mm-hmm. And we have an opportunity to become cheap at the quarterback position again, like we were with Daniel Jones, which was, will allow us to get in great salary cap position in a year or so. It also gives us the opportunity to make Daniel Jones a bridge quarterback a quarterback that can maybe come back and play well. And let's just say it's going okay next year. You put yourself in a position where you have a young quarterback that still with Tyrod Taylor on the roster and Danny DeVito probably on the practice squad mm-hmm. to sit down and develop at least for like eight to, into the trade deadline. And then you can just trade him and start Tyrod Taylor. And then you can then you can play the kid the last four games of the season, and and then go in the draft and start really shoring up this offensive line for him as well. Well, if you're drafting a quarterback, you're not keeping Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor. Well, I feel like you have to listen. Tommy DeVito is of no consequence because he's a practice squad guy. You can play with him and yo-yo him on and off the roster. You can put him at the practice squad. He just counts as a regular player. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I don't know how many other teams are going to sign Tommy DeVito to start. Right? It's a lot of no, no, it's, lot, it's, it's a lot I get of good it. quarterbacks. You I get know, it. Joe Flacco I just was don't on the practice squad keep... for four weeks. Yeah, I understand. No, no I, I get it. I'm just saying, like that's it's four quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know if you're doing all that. If you draft yeah. a guy that high, I don't know if he's not going to be your backup. But but if but if you're but if you're believing 
I don't know. He can't be your backup, bro. Like you want to really give him a, a a pure, purely gap year. You want to give him a a graduate a year where he can just watch. And I know that's rare in this league, but it, it has worked to a great effect. Mm-hmm. And then you know, so you you because you you want you want Daniel Jones to play and play at a high level because you have to pay him anyway. So you want him to play at a high level to improve his draft his his trade value. I think it's all dependent on who is there and where you are. If right? Penix is, a, we know Penix will be there. It's no way Penix not going to be there. But Pen- Penix, that no one's projecting him to be that high of a pick, though. Have you been paying attention? No, I, I lately I think that is changing. Today's, that, today's price is not yesterday's price. Listen, man, we and see this happen, and scouts don't change their minds as fast as media does. Okay. Media does this. Penix That's, is still slated to be a second round pick. He's okay. still slated to be a second round pick. Remember, about, he's he's coming into he's coming into the league. He's played six years of college football. Yeah, like he's an let, older guy. Well, how old was Joe Burrow when he came in the no, league? He was older not, than Lamar Jackson when he yeah. got in the league. Well, I'll tell you what: if Penix is sitting there at the end with a cigar in his mouth, with a championship, you know, trophy in his hand, <laughs> he's only one. He's only one play. Away. He's only one one, one game, game away. away. Yeah, I understand that, but <laughs> that listen, like you're. He, it's not like I he hate was, playing we, this we, quarterback we talk, we, game. We, we, we do it every we, year. We, we talk. We talk to Garrett Wilson, and you never know which one's going to be the good one. Yeah, I know. We we talk. That's we talk. We, we talked to Garrett Wilson, and he said he was a problem at Indiana. No, no, he he did say so it was injuries. He knew it, it then. Wasn't that he was never good. Yes. Yeah. You know, he he said there's no doubt in his mind that he's going to be a a great NFL quarterback. He said he saw that when he was at at Indiana. They play, they played uh, Indiana, right? Not Illinois. Yeah, Indi- Indiana, Indiana, Indiana. Yeah. Right. He said that he saw him there. Uh, in the Big Ten, and that he knew it was then that he was a problem. But let me ask you, though, because we have kind of like just accepted the idea that Caleb Williams is going to run away as the number one pick, and it's just no-brainer. If not one, if not one two. Is, is he a no-brainer in your mind, Caleb Williams? No-brainer. I mean, they've been telling us he's a no-brainer for two years. Now, remember. So the Bears are going to draft him and move on from Justin Fields. Is that what you're telling me? That's what we don't know. Yeah. That's that's what we don't know because now when you look at Justin Fields, he's a known commodity. And he's actually and he, played pretty well, hasn't that, he? Yes, yeah, since he's come back, he's been one of the hottest quarterbacks. So they can get a king's ransom. And mm. remember, remember what people gave up for for Trey Lance? It was three first round draft picks. Yep. So well, it wasn't you, people; you, it was the Niners. Right. <laughs> so if you feel so, if you're Chicago, right. And you potentially can get three picks for a guy, and you don't have to move out the top ten. Mm-hmm. Like, really, what the what the, what does the the Bears need? They they got a number one receiver. They got a a, a decent running back. They got a a cornerback. They got to pay. They got a, a great uh, pass rusher in Montez Sweat that they traded for. If they get three first round draft picks plus the one they already have, that's four. So like like. I don't think you know, and you're it, convinced that Daniel Jones is not the guy going forward. I'm you're convinced, convinced of that. I'm convinced that the fact that the Giants will be picking in the top five potentially will put immense pressure on them to answer themselves that question. I feel like in my and opinion, Marvin Harrison won't be there on the board for them. No, he's going to Arizona. He, he'll, too. he'll be gone, right? Yeah, because that yeah. would make the most sense. But Malik uh, uh, Neighbors is just as good as LSU. Yeah, he's no. just as he's just as good, not if as not big, better. Though. He's not as big. But how big do you need him to be? Uh, you, do you, you need your the Giants receivers? You need one no. guy who's a big receiver. I big mean, target. But six four, like is six four is extremely big. Yeah, his dad was not. His dad was a great receiver. Wasn't that size? No, I know. So what what I'm saying is, like, I feel like the Giants and the Bears are in the same position. I feel like they got young quarterbacks mm-hmm. that they have some questions about, and they have the ability to get underneath, get from underneath potentially a big contract. Because Justin Fields, in a year or so, they have to decide if they're going to pick up his option. I think this year. So they have to because he's so going to. They still got to play obviously one more game, right? Like, like it's it's just that's the weird part we're in right now. It's as I said to Garrett yesterday. Like, are you in that place where it's like, can we just get to the offseason? Like, we know where this is going. Let's just get to the offseason. Like, honestly, the Garrett got his 1,000 yards. How much yeah. do you really play him in this game? 
So you, you know play what I mean? Like this certain guy, you do. Like, yeah, you play I, him a lot because it's not. I want to really win the game. I'm with you, Bar. I want to win the game, but I also don't want to send anybody into the offseason with any type of injury that sets them back in there getting ready for next year. Aren't we in get ready for next year mode now? Yeah, but you finish strong with him and Brees. You Brees, you do. Brees, Brees is ninth in the league. Dude, and, I don't know uh, about the second half. Of this so, game. so, so Brees, Brees is ninth in the league, right? You yep. can't put these guys in bow. Brees is ninth in the league, and mm-hmm. um, total for running backs in total yardage produced, right? So you know he wants to add to that. I mean, I'm sure he would love to be over a thousand yards, but he's ninth in the league. And just FYI, uh, Malik Neighbors is six foot. 200 pounds, so it's not like he's a small receiver. Yeah. He he, he would be a okay. big receiver, too. Okay. Um, okay. But, listen, I feel like the Giants, they, they have to ask themselves that. Like, do they want to reset the clock and, and see, if they, some, what, if, see if they can get some value for like, Daniel Jones? Like, their board is going to be interesting, isn't it? Like, and they'll keep it secret, and they'll say all that. You know how it goes. They'll say all the right things. So, you know, that, that's the one thing. They'll never reveal anything. But, boy, I'd really love to know what the behind-closed-doors conversation is. Because you're right, Bart. Like, there's a lot of directions you can go in in the top five. Could, do you go get a quarterback and reset? Do you instead get the receiver and add to the weapons that you – and say, no, we believe in Saquon. We believe in Daniel. We're going to build with these two pieces, and we're going to get our offensive line healthy, and we're going to just add another weapon that but, goes with Waller and Saquon yeah. that, that make this a better offense. But, but here's, I, like I don't know what they really are going to prioritize, but we we're going to kick this around for for months. But here, but here's here's the thing though, right? Yeah. When, you, when you look at the Giants, they've already done their fair share of drafting receivers. They've drafted two: the kid from Kentucky and the kid from Tennessee. They've done that. Now it's time to buy one, right? So they they'll buy their receiver. I don't think that the Giants are in the market for a receiver. They have the space for that. I think they do. I, I think they, I think they're fine. Listen, they got rid of a lot of people. Remember, uh, Leonard Williams' money is coming off the books, mm-hmm. right? So, so you know, we we believe that was going to be, or I thought maybe Gabe Davis sound good, but no, they they can go buy. It's going to be the wide receiver market is going to be deeper than it's ever been. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, no, I know. Cal- there's Calvin there's names. Ridley. There's names, and a those guys are going to want to have. They're going to want to come. That's something. And then on top of it, it's it's what it's 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 what you can afford. I just want to follow up on something. Brees Hall is twenty second in rushing, mm-hmm. but first in passing. Oh, you what? What are you I'm talking, talking about? about rushing yards? About, no, I, I'm talking about comp, I'm talking about complete yardage produced. Oh, total yards. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, he's ninth. Okay. He's ninth. He leads the league in receiving yards. He has more than McCaffrey. He leads the running backs in receiving yards. Yes, yes, he's oh, first. Okay, so you're, you're talking about total yards. Okay. Yes, yes. Like he, he's at like you mean uh, yards from scrimmage. Are we doing yes, that? Yes, yards number? from scrimmage. Yes, yards. yards from scrimmage. Yeah, you're right. He is ninth at yards. You're right, and he's he's two behind uh, eight. Etienne, Etienne, whatever you say. Uh, yeah, Etienne. Yeah, Travis he, Etienne. Yeah, yes. he he and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown are tied for ninth. Right, Amon Ross St. St. Brown. Is... Well, wow, McCaffrey's at twenty. 2023, he has the year in yards from scrimmage. Right, it's crazy. <laughs> he has the season year, 2023. Yes, yeah, so, so they might want to add to that, right? Brees, you know, Brees goes for a solid 140 yards. You know, you know the, the Patriots, this is what you don't want to do. Uh-huh. If, you, if, you, if you take your best players and don't play them, right. then people on your team, you talk about injuries, are going to get hurt because that means it's going to be easier for them to load up on them to take care of business. So you put everybody out there to make sure that it's a fair game and that you can't, you know, target people and overextend people as well. All right. Tell you what, 800 919 the number. Like, like, we are in the awkward – we're in the awkward phase right now for both these teams because there's one game left. It doesn't mean anything aside from draft positioning. And for the Jets, it means very little draft positioning-wise. For the Giants, it, though, is fairly significant. Because it can secure at least a top five. I think the best they could do is fifth, and it can secure that. But how, like it's then it becomes all right. Where do you go from here? And on the Jets side of things, it's obvious. The Jets there's not much. There's really not. Yeah, it's line. it's Rogers healthy, and we'll get to Rogers by the way in a minute. Uh, but Rogers healthy. Make sure that Brees and Garrett get out of this season healthy, and then it's 
heavy focus on the offensive line, and let's get back to it. Let's get back to where we were in August before it all went to hell on opening night. That's all the Jets are trying to do. But on the Giants' side, man, there's a you you said it, Bart. There's a lot of questions. What do you do? What will what are they prioritizing? So the question is better better put this way: What should they be prioritizing? What should they be prioritizing once this season is mercifully over? After the 4 o'clock, 425 kickoff against the Eagles, which the game means everything for the Eagles and nothing for the Giants. Like, what is the main priority? Is it get Saquon signed to a long-term deal? Or do you do you slap a, a, a franchise on him? Is it draft the quarterback to replace Daniel Jones? Or no, get more offensive line help. Or no, get him a, a wide receiver weapon in the draft. Clear some cap space to go after bigger names in free agency. What is the actual top priority for the Giants as we go into this offseason? I think it's obvious for the Jets. And then the side note, the side conversation we should have is simply this. Are you, if you're a Jets fan, are you all in on, no, no, get the win. Get the win. Enough of this Patriots crap. Let's just end this thing so that next year it's no longer a narrative. Or, hell no. I don't care. I want the highest draft pick possible, so I don't care about this game. Throw it away. It means nothing to me. Because I'm saying I can't let go of it. I need to win this game. It's the last game that matters to me. It's the last game of the season, of course. But it's the last meaning. I want this to be the last meaningless game I care about, if that makes any sense. And, Bart, that's why I'm going to ask you. So what are you saying when I tell you that? What's your response to me? This is I want this game. What do win, you tell me? Win the game if you're the Jets because you're 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 only going from eight to ten, and that still secures you a great offensive lineman. Yeah, it may not the one you want, but it's it's this is in talking to Baldy and doing a show with Baldy early today. He said this is the deepest offensive line draft and tackle draft in the history in history of football. Let's go. So. If you're the Giants, I mean, if you're the Giants, you, you you're not you're not spoiling the Eagles. You want to make sure that you you don't want Washington, somebody within your own division, to move up. No, no, Washington's already there. They, Washington's at number two. Oh, I thought New England's at number two. New England's at New England. Two. Well, they're t- it's all they're all tied. Washington, New England, Arizona all have the same record: four and twelve going into the last week. Okay, so the, Arizona so the really kind of screwed themselves by beating the Eagles. Yeah, but the tie, but, t- yeah, strength of victory might might get them. But but you know, good point. Yeah, no, no, the strength strength of schedule. Yeah, you, you actually you're right. You're right. That is that is something to factor in here. Um, but still, I'm looking at it and I'm th- I'm seeing the Giants. The best the Giants can do is where they are right now, which is fifth. So all they can do with a win is fall as potentially far as eight. Right. So what you know is Arizona is going to take – they want Marvin Harris Jr. to yes. go with Kyler Murray. You think we, so? Okay. They, they, they're secure. That's, that's the, you don't that's think they the want biggest, to take a quarterback? No, no, hell no. no? That's the biggest okay. secret. You know, Kyler may be uh, leadership skills, maturity problems, but they just – they can't – they'll have to eat money like – they'll have to eat money like Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. They'll have to eat. They're not gonna carry an eighty-five million dollar cap. Okay. Hit. Okay. All you right. know, so so they're not paying anybody. Remember, they got rid of everybody. Chandler Jones, everybody. They dumped a lot That's of right. salary. So right. they they can absorb you know, you know Kyler Murray's contract. So they're going to get him a weapon, right? They have to make a decision on if they're going to sign Hollywood Brown, because remember they gave up uh, a first round draft pick for Hollywood Brown to mm-hmm. try and get to try and get Kyler Murray that that number one guy. So if I'm the Giants, I'm losing. If I'm the Giants, I'm losing because – I don't think they have a choice because I think the Eagles have their number anyway. I mean, right. the Giants are the only team the Eagles have beaten in the last six weeks. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. think about it. It's the only team they've beaten. So so there's that. But, but again, all right, so the Jets side, though, I'm looking at it, and I know if they get a win, they could fall as far as 12. They really could. But the way things are setting up, they could fall as far as 12 if they win this game. They could, potentially. But I don't care I, because of what you just said Baldy said. I need offensive linemen, and this is a deep, deep draft for offensive linemen. And, and, and that seven sounds a lot better because it shows that they're the same does. team. They're the same team that they were last year, and then they can say, "Okay, well, six and six, six and six and an eleven looks bad." Yeah. 
looks awful. Set right seven and ten is like well, that's just you consistent. And they, I mean, how pathetic they've and, been. And you, had, and you had a, you had a rougher um, oh, roster. You brutal. had a rougher uh, schedule. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Yeah, harder schedule, way more impactful injuries, and and yet ended up with the same amount of wins. I get it. All right, eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. We got a lot of calls stacked, racked, and ready to go already. But I just feel like this is the conversation. It's the mood as it's a Wednesday. We're getting ready now for the final week of the NFL regular season, and for the New York teams, we're done. This is it. So it's the mood going into both of these. The approach. We always do this when your teams lose. You go right to draft positioning. But as I said, from a Jets perspective, do we throw that out the window because of who you're playing and what you're going up against? Or are you all about it? No, 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 no. I need the highest pick possible. I'm not messing around. We'll get to your calls coming up momentarily. Lots more to get to. Mike Tannenbaum going to join us today as well. Plenty of football today, of course, in basketball. The Knicks back at it. They have the Chicago Bulls tonight at Madison Square Garden. So we'll get into more of the hoop conversation that we had going yesterday as well. But right now, as I remind you, the NFL regular season is wrapping up. But there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab and make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Allen and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 or older and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Sports Desk. Nick fans still adjusting to the big trade for OG Ananobi. Yesterday on the Michael K. Show, Michael had a problem with fans who think that the Knicks somehow got fleeced. The Knicks made a big trade. And the thing that got me was trending on X was the Knicks got fleeced. You thought the Knicks got fleeced? Have you watched R.J. Barrett play? He is leveled out. That's R.J. Barrett. He's inconsistent. He'll give you a great game. Then he'll give you a lousy game. He's not a great consistent three-point shooter. He's not a good defender. The one in that deal that made me, you know, say, wow, that's tough to give up is Emmanuel Quickly. But he made his own bed. When he didn't come to an agreement with the Knicks on their contract at the beginning of the year, he was going to outprice himself from the Knicks. This was going to be his last year with the Knicks. They're not going to pay him as a starting point guard when they have Brunson there, hopefully for the next 10 years. So how did they get fleeced? Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. This is the perfect song, man. We need a change around here, man. I'm so tired of football being over with in November around here in these parts. I'm, I'm so desperate. I'm even rooting for the Giants. Yeah. They gave us something last season. It just didn't it didn't it didn't stick. And we thought the Jets would then take it this year and then that that was from day 1. So this has been a rough year. Been a rough year, but there's there could be brighter days ahead. We have to wait for all that. But we don't have to wait for you in the calls. 800-919-3776. So Bart, let's get right to those because you know, the the simple questions we're asking here is both teams go into their final games is a the approach for both. Because the Giants, the, the the they can hold the fifth draft pick if they if they lose this game, which to the Eagles it's expected they will. The Jets could drop to as as high as twelfth. They're in seventh right now, and I'm saying I don't care because it's the Patriots. This streak has gone on too long, and it's time to if you can win this game, you win it. And I just am curious how other people feel about it. Uh, Hector and Queens, how do you feel about it? Hector is uh, speechless, apparently. Leave Hector. Oh, don't drop Hector. Let's go to uh, Will in Staten Island. Go ahead, Will. All right. First off, um, good afternoon, fellas. Can't wait, big fan. Um, I want to say that the Jets and the Giants should both win their games. Why? Because they're men. Men win games. They're playing <laughs> football. Number two, um, I think that the, the – I don't want to hear no more talk about a quarterback – Neither team – well, the Jets, I think the Jets should grab a quarterback this draft because they have nothing behind Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, golf a bit, is going to get hurt again this year. He, there's nothing behind them. They Jets should grab a quarterback that they could develop. The Giants, I don't want to hear nothing about a quarterback. They should win the game and grab the best offensive lineman in the draft. I want to hear about stud old linemen. I don't want to hear about – Daniel Jones has been in New York. He's tough. He runs. He knows the system already. Let him play the game. Let him keep – can we keep a quarterback? Let's grab the best offensive lineman in the – let's get some sexy big guys in there. The Jets should grab a, um, a quarterback because they have nothing. And that's why I got to say thanks, fellas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bart? So you should take Evan Neal again. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, you'll get the right one. I mean, what I'm nope. saying is, no, I was laughing because Woody Wood just came here and I showed him the board about stuff. He smacked me on my leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My boy Woody Wood, shout out. Yeah. But um, what I'm saying is, when you look at it, like um, the Giants, they drafted uh, Thomas, they drafted Smith, they drafted Evan Neal. How about just go out and buy a guard? I mean, like, they'll have an opportunity to go buy it, uh, buy a guard, right? When you and say buy a guard, you mean obviously free agency, yeah, free, free, right? You go yeah, find somebody. I'm, I'm talking free agency, right? We yeah. talk about this kid, Dotson, out there that's, you know, a revelation right now, a right, right guard. Um, and it's weird, right, because talking to Baldy, like, he, he was a guy that was a cast-off from – he was a cast-off from Pittsburgh. Who knew that the guy can only play on the right side? He was playing left, he was playing left guard <laughs> out there for the Steelers, and now he's playing right guard – for uh, and he's going to be an all pro, uh, borderline. He's going to be a pro bowler, borderline all pro this year. He's going to be available. I always talk about Austin Pete, right? So yep, go out, go out and buy because drafting the guy. When we look at Makai Becton, when we look at you know, when we look at Evan Neal, that doesn't prove anything either. So drafting doesn't guarantee you anything when and, it comes to linemen and quarterbacks. We're learning. Yeah, and right? if, yes, we're learning and, that. And and if and if you're not sure about Daniel Jones, if you're not 100 percent sure, like 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 Arizona is about Kyler Murray, right? Because they could have tanked and said, you know what, they can get a quarterback and, and reset their clock and yeah. let 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 um let um Kyler Murray be a lame duck uh, quarterback for a year. And what I'm saying is, you can you can go out here and let Daniel Jones build up his his stock. And you can have a guy behind him and say, you know what, we're resetting our clock. The Giants have estimated, I believe, $6 million. They're $6 million right now. So that means that next year, when all the other money comes off, they're, they're going to be in the thick of having a lot of stuff. Remember, they, they have um, – who's the, who's the, the, the line, linebacker that they got rid of that they brought in? Uh, Blake Martinez. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they, that money's coming off the books. All that money's dropping off the books. So the Giants, money won't be an issue. So go out and spend it. Go out and spend it on a top-notch receiver. 
You can buy a receiver. This is the best year to be in a in a receiver business. You can go out and, and get T. Higgins, and if you, he's going to be the best out there, that's going to get the most money. But, Still, you say that, and you also understand. Yes, it's about getting the best money, but you might have to overpay because are receivers looking at Daniel Jones you, and saying, "I want that guy throwing to me." But you, but you don't. What you're selling, you're you're also selling Brian Dayball. That's true. And, and what he's done from the offensive side of the ball, you're going to a place where. You know, you get to be the guy. How many other places can these receivers go that don't already have another number one? If, if you're a free agent, say, hey, man, I'm going here to play with Garrett Wilson. Well, that may take some catches away from you or some throws away from you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you go to the Giants, you, you, you're immediately number one, right? T. Don't Higgins, say that too loud. I don't want Devontae Adams to hear that. <laughs> but, 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 but he'll be coming in for a specific reason. Well, I understand. Right, because he's older. He'll be 32 years old. He's also so, hashtag friends of Aaron. So we exactly. So yeah. when, you, when, you, when you look at, like, Gabe Davis, right, if you, mm-hmm. if, it's going to be a market where somebody's going to have to give you a decent deal. Right, because you mm-hmm. have T. Higgins probably number one. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley kind of fell off, but we know he's a number one. Right, you have Tyler Boyd, who's like a number two. So you wouldn't be the Giants wouldn't be in the market for him. But you have Mike Evans, who's a number one. All he does is have thousand yard receiving yards. Older, but yes, you're yeah, right. But he's only, he's he only thirty. Though. It's funny you say older, but Devontae Adams got paid at thirty. He's thirty That's years old. Point. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's older. Like and he's oh, productive. He's, 34. he's incredible. Right. No matter who's throwing to him, he's productive too. Let's be honest. Yards, Whether it's Jameis Winston, Tom Brady, or, or Baker Mayfield. The guy just produces thousand yard seasons. Or, so or, right or McCown or Mike Glennon. This dude got a thousand yards when Mike Glennon was. He did. <laughs> Mike oh Glennon, God. bro. Yeah, it says a <laughs> Gir- lot. Jeffrey the Giraffe Neck. All right, you know what, <laughs> what we're seeing though on the calls here is you're talking Giants. Is there a lot of Jets are really torn, just the torn about how to feel about this game? So let's let's start with Ira in Staten Island on this. Ira, how, I'm feeling like I don't care about the draft pick. I need to win this game. If you could beat the Patriots up in Foxborough and, and just just slay the dragon just for once, it'll. I'll walk away from this season at least with that. Give me that before the season's over. Do you agree or disagree? I'm totally on the same page as you. I am sick and tired of losing to them. I don't care. If, yeah, once again in April, you may think second. You know, think differently about yeah. it. Cool. I want to. Win. I want to win this game. And the thing, and personally, I think I think half that place is pretty much checked out. Probably Bart could feel it with the vibe. He's been Bart's too smart to realize what's going on. He knows it. But at the end of the day, what really upset me the most yesterday when Salah was talking to Kay, and they asked him about the Patriot game. What I, as a Jet fan, needed to hear. I this is what I expected to hear from Salah. It's been a very disappointing season. We've worked very hard. It, it's not where we want to be. We want to turn this thing around. We want to end the season on a positive note. We want to go up there, and we want to beat the Patriots, who we haven't beaten in the last 15 to 16 years. We want to go out and win this game. And he didn't do that. He made it sound like this is just an everyday game, and they're going through the motions. And that really upset me. But to the question you asked, I'm totally on board with you. I want to win this game. I don't care the eighth pick, the tenth pick. I want to win this game. That's yeah, how I feel that. too. But I, re- yeah. I re- play, play, play Giants fan. If the Jets were in the Giants situation, where would you be with that? Um, probably different because I got burnt with Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> we all remember that. You, you, we you all know, remember you, that. You know, you, know, you know what's crazy? Before we go to another call, you know what's crazy? Yep. The, I feel like the team that's in the toughest spot, it's the Chicago Bears. They got to pick a whoever they want. Yeah. And Justin Fields is a good quarterback. Yeah. And they may walk away from a good quarterback for unknown. I'd be but curious to see is, if they are going to move him. Like if they draft the quarterback number one. They'll get one, a number one. They'll get a number one. And they, they no, what I'm saying is who jumps? Like who's the team that you're like? Atlanta what? Falcons. Mm, Atlanta yeah. Falcons have they have Drake London, yeah, no, Pitts, Bijan Robinson, yeah. <laughs> and then they get a quarterback that they get two years. No, I, I, him I, under that's control. what I'm saying. But I'm not talking but, about. I mean, that's an obvious one. I'm talking about. Is there a team that you're like, whoa, 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 whoa? What are they doing? You know what I mean? Like the one that sees that sees something no one else sees, and they're like, we have a guy, but he'll be better for us, and they make yeah, that kind of a joke. But, but, oh, that's but, all but, I'm but, saying. But my point, my point that I was saying is. The, and the problem that sh- that Chicago has is, yeah, if they hold on, if they hold on to Justin Fields, mm-hmm. that means 
they missed out on Patrick Mahomes and decided to go Mitch Trubisky. That means they decided to hold on to Fields and let C.J. Stroud come into the league. And then if you look up and either Drake May <laughs> or, or, or Caleb Williams, Williams are right. generational, you have passed up <laughs> on three of the greatest quarterbacks in the game today. Right. Do you want to be the organization that's known for passing up? Who that's like Portland pass up on Michael Jordan? It is, right? it is, but it's also like it's it's also if you trade Justin Fields away, draft a guy who ends up not being that good, and Justin Fields goes somewhere and just lights like, like he's starting to figure it out, and then goes somewhere else and lights it up. Then you let him go. Like there's a lot of but they just let C, they soldier. just let C.J. Stroud go away, which well, you I think that he. I expect C.J. Stroud to be well, wait, ahead wait, of no, Herbert. Ca- I expect him. No, right. no. They pad. They they traded the pick to Carolina. They could have just kept their pick and took C.J. Stroud. All right. You see what I'm saying? It was their pick. Mm. They decided to trade it. So mm. my point. My point is like. C.J. Stroud, I believe, by next year will be ranked in our in our polls above Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. He will be a past them as far as our belief in him in the future. We shall see. Uh, all right, so others say no, the Jets can't win this game, including uh, John and Mawa. John. Hey, guys, how are you? Good, what's Good. up? So you think um, I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, long, long time Jets fan, 68. Bart loved you. Uh, Alan, you're crazy. I, you know, people say losing this game, it's a, men- it's a loser mentality. I think the loser mentality is really giving a you-know-what about Bill Belichick. Ever since Tom Brady left, I haven't cared about the Patriots. My deal is there, this is a good draft for offensive tackles, but there are two clear elite offensive tackles, yes. Alt and the guy from Penn State, yes. and the other guys are – the Mackay Beckton's, they're the Evan Neal's, they're the guys that are going to need time to kick inside the guard. They're guys that are going to need time to season. You get Alt or you get the guy from Penn State. If you fall to 12, those guys are gone. They may not even be there at eight. I want to try and get as close to six as possible. So I don't care about this game. And I don't think you're getting really- six, though. That's the. I think the best you can do is seventh, just so you know. Because of the win totals. I, I, I was looking through the, you know, like the strength of schedule. I thought it was six, but even seven, right? Especially yeah. if all those quarterbacks go and one of those other wide receivers go, you know, the guy from LSU, if he goes, yeah. um, we, you know, seven, Alt could be there or the guy from Penn State could be there. It's just, I, I just, I don't care about the Patriots game. It doesn't really, the game that ticks me off really is the Washington game. We miss that field goal. We're sitting pretty. We could be three, you know, two or three or four. So. <laughs> John, I like where your head's at though. You're emo- you took all the emotion out you you don't like you've removed the emotion and now you're all business and i appreciate that because that is the right way to look at it when you get to this point dave and east meadow you feel the same way absolutely and by the way i called you guys yesterday i wanted to get to my jet point we were up against it but i was really upset with you alan yesterday that you would say that because it's like when we beat i want to say miami in the last game of the year we lose that on joey bosa years later it means nothing i wanted joey bosa you know what I'm saying? So I think what we have to do is not only do we do we lose, we don't lose on purpose. We play all the youngsters, all the bench guys. Uh-huh. Okay, so it looks clean. And this is how we get revenge on Belichick and knock him out of the box on having a top two or three pick, and maybe he drops the number four. Oh, no, no, no. I'm we win by I'm losing. Like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. A, Bill, Bill loses by win. winning. Screw Belichick. <laughs> 100%. And 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 as much as I want Devontae Adams, and we already gave up our second round pick, which I'm fully on board with when we made uh-huh. the trade. I think we're better off with a Higgins or an Evans, just so we don't lose no, the no. draft pick. See, but here, but here, here's why you can't do that. Do that, Dave, because at some point you have a wide receiver that just went for a thousand yards, first time in your organization starting a season, first time it's ever happened ever since Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. And if you go get T. Higgins, that's going to be $20 million. See, what people say and don't really realize is that Tyreek Hill is going to prevent Miami from paying Jalen Waddell. Antonio, uh, I mean, A.J. Brown is going to prevent um, Kansas City. I mean, I'm sorry, no, um, the Eagles, Philadelphia, from yeah. paying Devontae Smith. The reason why T. Higgins is leaving 
is because they have to pay Jamar Chase. Right. So the reason why you want to go Devontae Adams is because he only has two years left. And when those two years are done at 34 years old or 35 years old, when you're moving on from him like Tennessee moved over from uh, – I mean, Houston moved on from DeAndre Hopkins, what you want to be doing is saying, okay, that money is going to be allocated for Garrett Wilson. And then, and then, you, then you're going to be bringing in and developing another younger guy you know, behind Garrett Wilson. And, there, and there's – you know what? I'm glad you said that because coming up, something that Rich Cimini just wrote, in a question, the way Garrett Wilson answered a question that you've got to hear that does kind of tell you about what's coming in the next couple of years and why that strategy needs to be employed. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart, so we got Mike Tannenbaum joining us in the 1 o'clock hour, and it'll be great insight to get from him on just how both the Jets and Giants approached this last week of the season, the last game. And then the priorities right after that, especially, it's a lot of curiosity, what would the priority be for the Giants? Like, what is there, if you could see into their room, you know, the upstairs where they do all the thinking, and you just say, all right, what is your offseason priority? I'd love to see, like, give me the top three things what they think it would be. Because it might not match up to what you think as a fan. But you were just talking about Garrett Wilson and and how look, the, the caller who called didn't want to go Devontae Adams, wanted to go a, a T. Higgins or somebody else like that. And you said, but you can't because of the money. And the reason is because Devontae's under contract and he's older. And so you could have him play out the contract and then you figure it out from there, but he won't make the same money. But by the time that contract's up, it'll be time to pay Garrett Wilson. Now, when you said that, I thought of something that Ed Rich Semini had uh, wrote yesterday. And actually, it's, it, it appeared today uh, on ESPN.com. And a question that was asked of Garrett about if he sees himself as the long-term plan with the Jets, which is a very strange question to ask a guy who his first two seasons, uh, production-wise, has been historic as a receiver. But his answer was even more, to me, interesting. So listen to what Garrett Wilson said to uh, Rich Cimini. I don't know what the future holds. I know I'm here for four or five years, and I'm going to do my part to try and make this thing turn over as far as what's, what it's been up to this point. We have to fix it. We have to play better. We have to win games. We have to do a lot of things better, and I'm a main proponent of that. I've got to do my part. The thing that caught Rich is the four or five years mm-hmm. reference, which is, of course, the, the contract, which is two years left on the deal, a fifth-year option, and all that other stuff, right? So he's, he's not going anywhere, but you know, you, like the way he put it is if he knows it's like you know the next four or five years. Garrett Wilson has to be a Jet like for 10 years, doesn't he? Like we can't get into this cycle of yeah, not re-signing your first round draft of your picks. of your first round picks. Just not like this guy's worked but, out. But here, here's the crazy part, and they've here, got to make that a priority. Here, and, here's, but but here's the problem: here's, if he if you, it, it's not just up to you. He's got to also look around and say to himself, like if this circus continues, I'm, he does not going to yeah. want to be here. But here's here's so it's funny, right? So you know me, I be strolling. I know right? you do, and I'm, lo- I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at like the. Um, CBS, and this is real early, right? You know, but mock drafts, right? Yep. And I'm looking at it, right? They have Washington trading up, you know, with Chicago for number one. That All that right. that that, in, that insinuates that you know Chicago is good with the fact that you know Justin Fields has has developed, right? And he's he's the future, right? right? So so, but they they have they they so they have um, you know um, Kyler Murray and, and him taking the. Um, taking the, the Penn State offensive lineman. Right. But oddly enough, when I look at the draft, the mock draft, mm-hmm. they have the Jets taking Malik Neighbors. Really? You know, who people think is just as good, if not better, than Marvin Harris Jr. Here's the issue. And when, when you think about it – and take this, another young receiver. But listen, listen to the reason why, though, as well. Right, go ahead. I mean, in my opinion, this is my interpretation. Go ahead. With what you just said about Gary Wilson – Garrett Wilson may want to be the highest-paid receiver. Just imagine what his numbers probably will explode to if he gets two years for Aaron Rodgers. 
Oh, it's true. Money wise. Yeah, yeah, it could be seven hundred. It could be seven, seventeen, twenty. Well, it's definitely going. Let's just say he gets fifteen hundred, seventeen hundred yards receiving, right? So what does that mean? That means that he's going to want to probably be paid one of the highest paid guys. He's going to be up with Olave, all these guys. Right now, Tyreek Hill is the number one at like $20 million, mm-hmm. so like $22 million. So that means you're going to give Garrett Wilson $24 million. But what's the problem with that? Sauce. You got to pay sauce at the same time. Right. Same draft. Same draft. Same contract structure. Same time. And right behind him is Jermaine Johnson. One year later, same time. And if his production goes, you know, continues to go up. Who gets paid more than pass rushers? As an edge, yeah. So, the Malik neighbors, you may have to draft a young guy too. I hate that. Because you can't – there's no way you can keep Sauce. You can't keep Sauce, Will McDonald, uh, Vera Tucker – um, uh, uh, Jermaine Johnson, all that. these guys, because they're going to all become uh, extension eligible around Well, the, the same one time. saving grace is that you don't have to pay Zach Wilson. Well, the, 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 right, but the only saving grace after that is you probably got to hope that all Aaron Rodgers' money falls off. That's your only chance of maybe being able to save that in two years when you have to start paying people. You're mm-hmm. spraying it. You're basically spreading out quarterback money to your position players, and that means you got to have bare bones, new rookie quarterback to keep this going. Or you just have that cap just keep going up because all this money's coming into the NFL from but, Apple and Amazon still, and it's still, everybody. It's, but, it's, but it's still going to be a cap. It's still going to be a number. It's all still right, going to be a number. Let's leave it there. It's a great conversation to continue, and we'll do that with Mike Tannenbaum, who's going to join us next. Stay with us. Barton Hot, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Sports Desk. It's already been announced the Jets bringing back Robert Sala as head coach next year. Yesterday in the K Show, guys asked him if he ever worried about his job security. No, you don't have time to think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're just focusing on the moment. You're focusing on trying to do the best job for your players. If you're worried about next year, you're worried about the past. It just it doesn't do anyone any good. And I've said it before. There's two types. There's those who have been fired and those who are about to get fired. And you've got to stay in the moment. You've got to stay disciplined. The players are counting on you to put your best foot forward, just like we're counting on them to put their best foot forward. So worrying about external noise and worrying about jobs and all that stuff, that's not our place. That's for all of you guys. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the choice in New York Sports Talk. It is the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM and the all-new ESPN New York app. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.